Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Assam Al-Ghalib. A further six Victorians may have been exposed to the virus after staying at the same South Australian quarantine hotel where a Melbourne man is suspected of catching COVID-19. The Department of Health has identified six people now in Victoria as having left the third floor of Adelaide's Playford Hotel during the potential transmission period. All have been contacted and are now urgently being tested as they undergo another 14-day quarantine stint. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian says she's not overly concerned that her party is now even more of a minority government after a minister stepped aside over allegations of sexual violence. Gareth Ward will sit on the crossbench until the matter is resolved. He denies any wrongdoing and has not been contacted by police. Ms. Berejiklian says the allegations are extremely concerning and distressing. However, as yet, she has not called for his resignation. She says she is not too worried about the future for her government. Oh, look, it's always disappointing. No doubt about that. But as with all disappointments in life or at work, you dust yourself off, pick yourself up and keep moving forward. New South Wales State MP Gareth Ward has identified himself as the politician under investigation over allegations of sexual assault. In a statement, Mr. Ward says he's not been contacted by police and he denies any wrongdoing. No charges have been laid. He says it's appropriate for him to stand aside as Families, Communities and Disability Services Minister until the matter is resolved. Fellow Liberal Party member Dominic Perrote has told 2GB the investigation needs to be allowed to run its course and that Mr Ward has behaved correctly. He took the right action yesterday, as did the Premier, acting decisively, and he stood aside from, from the Ministry and... Uh, and from the Liberal Party room. Immigration Minister Alex Hawke has been forced to defend new laws that allow for refugees convicted of serious crimes to be locked up for life. Refugee lawyers are furious after the indefinite detention powers were passed through Parliament with bipartisan support this week. Individuals affected by the laws face a choice between going back to their country of origin, where they could face persecution, or spending decades in immigration detention. Mr. Hawke insists the laws were not created to redesign the country's immigration detention framework. The Israeli Defense Force has issued a statement saying it has intensified its attacks on Palestinian militants in Gaza. However, despite a tweet earlier saying it had launched a ground offensive across the border, the new IDF statement says aircraft and ground troops were engaged in new operations within Gaza. 
the number of people killed in Gaza has passed 100, while seven people have been killed by Palestinian rocket fire in Israel. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. supports Israel's right to defend itself against the rocket attacks of Hamas, but he is urging a de-escalation of hostilities. We are deeply uh, concerned with the, uh, the loss of life um, among civilians, uh, especially um, among, uh, among children. Uh, Palestinians have a right uh, to live uh, in, in security. Uh, and uh, to live in peace just as uh, Israelis do. And so uh, we are working hard to uh, encourage all sides to stand down, uh, to de-escalate, uh, to return uh, to calm. The Indian government says more than two billion doses of coronavirus vaccines are likely to be available in India between August to December this year. Government advisor V.K. Paul says those doses would include 750 million of the AstraZeneca vaccine produced in India and 550 million doses of the locally developed Covaxin. To be proud to say that 2 billion doses in a matter of 7, 6 months or yeah, 5 months actually will be made in India for Indian for India, for people of India. Some consignments of Russia's Sputnik vaccine have also arrived in India. In football, Matilda's captain, Sam Kerr, says she wanted to come home at times during her stunning English season for Chelsea in the FA Women's Super League. As the English winter bit hard amid the global coronavirus pandemic, the Australian striker was pondering her stint at the West London club. She says this season has been a long, hard journey with many ups and downs. She admits there were moments when she thought she just wanted to go home because it was cold. It was hard and she was missing her family. Kerr thinks it will be another year until she can get home without quarantine. I'm Assam Al-Ghalib. This is SBS News in Easy English.